Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and he will Shalom. Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. We are in the Gospels in our series called End Time Prophecy According to the New Testament. And we actually looked at uh, various authors in the New Testament from Paul to Peter to James to John. We even looked at Jude. Today we are still in Matthew 24 and we are going to go in, I call this episode 3 of Matthew 24, as Jesus is describing uh, the events that will happen before his second coming, his return. My friends, we've been actually preparing our listening audience uh, from, uh, I guess, the last several weeks or months here, uh, covering various scriptures, as I explained over the New Testament. There are various approaches to presenting end-time prophecy by looking at Ezekiel, Isaiah, looking at Daniel, looking at Micah, looking at the, the, the writings of Joel. Uh, there's so many Old Testament scriptures that talk about the second return uh, of the Lord, even in Psalms as well. And in Job, you can even read uh, passages that talk about Jesus coming to judge the earth. Jeremiah as well. There's, like I said, there's so many uh, scriptures that not only point to his first return when he was born, but his second coming. And part of me uh, really gets to that point when I go, wow, it's such a prophetic book, the Bible, that it really gives us a lot of, um, wow, I would just skate nuggets again, nuggets of truth that really help you go, he is coming because God's word is true. Now, in this study, especially as we get into more detail in sharing the word, you can listen to some, uh, I call it abbreviated versions of the study uh, on our program called Take 5. It's almost like an appetizer to get you interested in listening to the uh, extended version. The last several episodes, we looked at Matthew 24, and we, we actually ended up in the last episode, I believe was on verse 14. Now, when we start going through this series, I, I explain I could be using a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, special effects, some video applications to go with the message. Most of the time I have used those, but this time I'm really just talking to you. And if you have the ability to open up your Bible, that's great, because if you're driving, just listen. If you're sitting in a car... As a passenger, open it up. <laughs> if you're driving, just listen. Uh, if you're watching us uh, on your smartphone, your tablet, or even on a PC, then open up your Bible. I always say bring your Bible when it comes to listening to me because I do have my Bible. I have used uh, a Bible app when I preach, but when you have cameras and lights around you, uh, sometimes it's hard to... I guess, look at, uh, let's say, like a teleprompter of scriptures right there in front of you. Uh, so I, I know the scriptures, and uh, I, I love preaching the words. So I love looking at you, believing you're right there in front of me, looking right at the camera, because I know you're watching or I know you're listening. So thank you again for joining us. And you can, like I said, listen to us 
on various uh, podcast channels like Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple, Google, Breaker, Pandora, Amazon, and, and, and many more. You can watch us on Galilee TV, which is a website as well. You can also watch Galilee TV even on a YouTube channel. They have a Galilee TV YouTube channel, which is home for classic television and classic movies. And uh, they have put us in their video on demand. So that's exciting that you can also watch Sharing the Word uh, on those television channels, as well as this YouTube channel. So thank you very much. Today, we're going to start in verse uh, 15. When Jesus is now telling the apostles, he says, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by the prophet Daniel, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Now, I'm going to stop there because there's a lot there to unpack. First of all, we already know there's a destruction that's coming because Jesus told the apostles uh, in the first three verses of Matthew 24 that not one stone is going to be left, left, left standing, if you will. It's going to be fallen down. It's going to be, the city's going to be destroyed. Uh, the temple, uh, the buildings around it, and that actually happened in AD 70. So Jesus already is telling them all these things that you're marveling over, it's going to be destroyed. And so the abomination that causes desolation is described in the book of Daniel, which is in chapter 9, where an image or a person who enters in the holy place, the most holy of holies, nobody should be in there at all. A high priest even have to go through some form of purification. So somebody being in there and having another statue, an image, an idol is an abomination, that causes desecration. You already understand that. So when we read the scriptures and we know no, only the Ark of the Covenant can be in that place of Holy of Holies and curtain covers it up, uh, you have to say, wow, is that going to happen in our lifetime? Yes. Because as we already know, when Jesus was talking to his apostles, that was the second temple. The first temple Solomon built was destroyed by Babylonia. Uh, Babylon, uh, the, the nation of Babylon, uh, Nebuchadnezzar comes in and, and destroys the temple, takes the um, things out of the treasury, takes all the gold and silver that's in the temple, destroys the temple. Then, based on its foundation, uh, over the years when the Jews were exiled to Babylon, they came back to Israel and they rebuilt the temple. So this is the temple uh, some people have called it like Herod's temple because he's the ruler of the time. That This is the temple that's now rebuilt. Not the same dimensions, but still same design. So Jesus said, yes, you can marvel at the temple and these buildings, but they're going to be destroyed. This, this whole building, this whole structure around us is going to be gone. So the apostles came back and said, when would these things happen? And what is the sign of your coming and the end of the age. So the apostles asked Jesus three questions in Matthew 24. And then Jesus goes into a discussion on the Mount of Olives based on their journey together. And he says, hey, watch this now, guys. Many will come in my name. Mm-mm. Don't believe that. I'm gone. You know, I'm going to die soon. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to be, you know, dead and buried and rise from the grave. And then I'm going to come back when I come back. But when I'm gone... The Holy Spirit's going to fail you, but guess what? There are going to be people that are going to come out saying they're the Messiah. Wrong answer. And then he says you're going to have wars and rumors of war. 
But then he says, but hang on here. That stuff must happen, but the end is not yet. And there'll be pestilence, famines, earthquakes in various places. See, so Jesus is giving uh, the apostles what's going to happen down the road. So when Jesus is telling us that now the temple is built and someone's going to now come into the temple and erect an image, which is an abomination and a desecration to the temple of God, because you can't go in there because even priests have to go through a process and they have to be from the Levitical line in, in order to enter the, uh, the temple itself. So when I'm getting too complex and deep in here, this is the background. This is why I like showing or explaining the scriptures this way. So Jesus is telling them, the temple's going to be destroyed, not one stone's going to be left, but in the future, there's going to be messiahs, false messiahs, there's going to be wars, rumors of war, pestilence, earthquakes, all this stuff. It says it's going to happen. And then you're going to see somebody go into the temple where he shouldn't be there. It's abomination, it's a desecration. So all these things, they're trying to listen and unpack in their head. Is that going to happen in my lifetime? Because it's not happening at this very moment. It's futuristic. So remember, everything that Jesus is telling us is future from the point he spoke it over 2,000 years ago to today. So we are looking at a thread, a royal thread, if you will, that stretches out over time that explains what is going to chronologically happen in the future that leads to his return. But he also calls them uh, sorrows, the beginning of sorrows, or the beginning of birth pains, like in a woman who's pregnant. So this could be the first trimester versus the second or going into the third. So Jesus now even says that he says, he tells the reader, let them understand, because this is important why he has to understand, those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to the house to get anything. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. Now, right there, you have to see what's happening. There is destruction that's going on in Judea. There's destruction that's happening in Israel. This can be the, what they call Armageddon. This could be the fight that's going on in Megiddo. This is everything that's going on in these last days. So you're going to have to flee now to the mountains. You're going to have to escape because now you're a target. And if you don't take the mark of the beast, they're coming after you anyways. Jews and Gentiles alike. So if you're a nursing mom... If you're a person who is sick, if you're a person who's trying to get to a location for, you know, safety, that's going to be very difficult to travel. Because even right now, even those who are Orthodox Jews, Jewish people, they still don't do anything on the Sabbath. So they don't even want to violate the Sabbath. But Jesus is saying, woe to those who are traveling. But it says flee to the mountains. Then he goes on and he says right here, but woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies. In those days, and pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. See, so again, they're still following the the Torah, uh, the book of instruction. So they're doing this. So he's talking about the Jews, but there's the Gentiles over here. So when the persecution, this abomination that causes desecration, that means there is a false Messiah. There is the Antichrist that is in this new temple, the third temple. And he's going to go after and try to destroy the Jewish nation. That's why when you read Daniel, you get into Ezekiel, all these nations are going to surround Israel and they're going to have war. But guess what? God's going to deliver them. 
from all the nations of the world who come and surround Israel. God's going to preserve and protect his chosen people. And that includes those who are Gentiles who are grafted into the family of God because of Abraham's seed, his faith. We are children of Abraham because of faith. So Israel is now looking up going, there is a Messiah. He did come once. This, he's coming again. Now they're going to get the, oh, epiphany. Oh, he that's Jesus. Yes. Believe that. That's what's going to happen. Now, most of the time when other uh, Bible scholars or eschatologists at Study of End Times preach or teach on this subject, I've been to those seminars. I've been through those seminary classes. I, I'm sitting here going, mm, how do we make this applicable or real to the reader here today? Here's what the believer needs to understand. The Holy Spirit, this is important, will bear witness to what you're reading is happening, not only in your lifetime or will happen in the future. So everything I'm teaching you, uh, the Bible says that we don't need to really learn from man. The Holy Spirit will teach you everything, but you have to be in the word, my friends. Read the word. I, I'm, I'm a student of the word. Uh, you don't have to go to seminary or anything like that to, to be a, a student to understand the Bible. Love God, love the word, get in the word, read it, study it, meditate on it. The Holy Spirit will reveal things to you. So when Jesus is telling us that these future events will happen, just know God is true. If you just believe God's word is true, you don't have to doubt because it ain't happening right now. It may not be happening right now, but I can tell you right now, do some research. Go to uh, some of those websites that talk about uh, plans to build the third temple. Do the research. The Hebrew Institute is out there. There is preparation for the Levitical priest to come into uh, the new temple to get things set up. All this stuff is happening in our lifetime, my friends. You know, you can listen to that and read about it just everywhere. Remember, knowledge increases in the last days. So for me, I'm like, wow, this is getting serious. So before I take a break, let me just say this for you. This is, this is important. The more I read, and this is a long chapter. So there's going to be several episodes just staying on Matthew 24 before we get into Mark chapter 13, okay? So I'm going to do my best not to rush through Matthew 24. I pray that you continue to listen and watch as we go through this study. And as I'm going through it at the time that I'm recording this, I'm pulling in information that I'm hearing on the news, reading in my own time of research, because what we're going through, we're living through it. And I'm here to tell you, come quickly, Lord Jesus. That is me. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. So my friends, I'll be right back to continue on what we're discussing with Matthew 24 right after this. Get started on your journey of learning and understanding how to be a practical scripture-focused Christian. Enjoy a variety of messages of several lengths across many delivery systems online from podcasts to TV. We also offer Christian classic movies on Galilee TV and our YouTube channel to offer biblical-centered entertainment for the whole family. Enjoy our popular Bible programs like Bible Minute, Sharing the Word, Take 5, and Sermon Classics. Our thought-provoking and inspirational programs are available on Galilee TV, The Now Network, our YouTube channel, and over 26 internet podcast channels like Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple, and more. 
Welcome back. Thank you for listening to Sharing the Word. Uh, thank you for watching Sharing the Word. You can watch Sharing the Word on your favorite uh, audio podcast channel. Just type in Sharing the Word and there we are. You can also watch us on this YouTube channel. Please hit subscribe and notification so you can get the latest updates on all our messages, including even watching uh, classic faith-based films and programs. So I was discussing how during the time of tribulation, Israel's being attacked and the Jewish people, Israelis, are going to try to say, okay, what's really going on? And all it is is prophetic uh, because they're still waiting for the first coming of, of the Lord. Uh, but then they're going to connect the dots and say, wait a minute, what's really going on? And everything that was prophesied before has already happened. And here's what we're going through now. So the Antichrist, uh, the false prophet, the Antichrist, there's the new temple. It's been built because there was negotiation there between Arabs, Jews, and Muslims. You got to just go there. And all of a sudden, somebody wants to go in there into that temple and desecrate it. And you can't go in there. That's where God's presence belongs in the Holy of Holies. And then that's where only the Levitical priest can go in there. You can't go in there. You can't. You got to purify yourself. You got to have sacrifice. You got to purify yourself by sacrificing an animal for your sins as well as the sins of the people. They're going to practice the book of instruction or the Torah on how to conduct ceremonies and sacrifices within the temple. This is the whole point they're preparing for. So they already know that when somebody goes in there and desecrates it, that's an abomination that causes desolation that's a problem and then all of a sudden there's war against the jewish people as well as anyone that believes in god like a christian so they're going to flee to the mountains people are going to be fleeing and it says you you, you better pray that your flight is not in winter or on the sabbath because again practicing jews because of their they're they're raising they're raising their children in the Torah. They're raising their children in the doctrines and the oral traditions of the Jewish people. They're going to say, "Oh, this is a Sabbath. We can't travel." Yeah, but you're going to have to because guess what? Desecration, destruction is on its way. Now, my friends, this is not complicated. I'm just giving you a background of what's happening. You can read this. You can study this. Look at commentaries. Everything I'm saying is right there in Scripture. Okay, so let me continue because we only have now a few more minutes before we have to go into another episode. But here's what Jesus is saying. He says, a prayer flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. That's verse 20. 21, for then there will be a great tribulation such as not has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh will be saved. But for those who are the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Now, I'm going to stop right there. There's just some things i got to say. That's why rushing through Matthew 24 is not a good plan. It is so powerful. It's almost like putting uh, you know, the capstone on the study of eschatology when you go into Matthew 24. It really is. You can say the same thing about Mark 13 or Luke 21. But here's what Jesus is saying. One, don't travel. <laughs> Run. Don't, tra- don't travel in the winter. You hope you don't have to travel in the winter. Hope that this doesn't happen because you're going to be killed if you do travel. You're going to die if you, you, know, you, you stay ha- hanging around. You're going to die on the Sabbath too. People are going to come after the Jewish people. That's why their military is powerful as well. That's why we're allies with them as, uh, as Americans. But the point here is the temple is built. This is the key here. Once the temple is built, there's always going to be. Oh, it's always going to be a sore spot for other people, other nations. That's why Assyria had problems with it. That's why Babylonians had a problem with it. Okay, the temple is the, um, the landmark 
of God's presence in Israel, the temple. It's the centerpiece of all that is holy. And so when you know that the temple has been known as the center of what God is holy, because that is something that represents God's presence. Now here comes somebody that's coming in to desecrate it. You know, the abomination that causes desolation and the destruction of, of Israel. And then the temple gets dest- possibly destroyed. It doesn't say it gets destroyed, but you can imagine the desecration that's going on. There's going to be war in Israel again because of the third temple. At the Dome of the Rock. That's the current battle cry of where the temple will be built. But that's another study and that's another discussion. But let me just close right here. It says, unless those days were shortened, no flesh will be saved. Here's what's interesting. When you're going through some stuff, like a war, just listen to some of the reports of the Ukrainians that left their homeland because of Russia invasion. If you're going through anything that is um, very difficult, okay, we're going to go through tumultuous times. We're going to go through things that are very uh, difficult. And it's going to be warfare because the enemy, the Antichrist, is attacking and placing targets on those who are from Israel or anybody that's an ally to Israel including America and those that are believers. There's going to be war. We are allies. We're going to have war too. So everybody that is for Christ are under subject of being attacked and going into hiding or fighting because that's what's going to happen. Here's what I say to most people who don't understand war. Nobody wants war, really. But war sometimes is a game changer for the enemy. Because they know in order to get what they want, they got to take. They got to kill, steal, and destroy. So the only way to have what you got, they got to have war. Now, some people may like war. There's the art of war. But there is war. Then there's spiritual warfare. The whole point here is Israel's going to be attacked because the Bible says they will. All the nations of the earth are going to, you know, they're going to come together in one place. Okay? That's where Armageddon is all about. And all of a sudden... Boom, and the Lord appears and destroys those that fought or rose up against Israel. The whole battle of the earth will center right there near the temple, near the Mount of Olives, right there in Megiddo. That's where the whole thing is called Armageddon, war. It's going to happen. So when I listen to the news or watch the things that I'm seeing or read what I'm reading, and I'm like, wow, we're talking about building the temple? Palestinians and Israel discussing land, you know, the Dome of the Rocks being discussed. Uh, you know, the Muslims have this side. Uh, Israel has this side. Where, where are they going to, there's discussion, mutual understanding. They're going to build a temple. The Jewish nation is going to build a temple. That's being discussed. They even got red heifers now being um, brought into this picture here. So when you're sitting there going, oh my goodness, we're living that. 2,000 years ago, they weren't talking about it. Temples destroyed. Israel didn't have a nation until in the 40s. So the whole point now is we're here. So when we're reading this and all the destruction that's coming, you want to feel like, oh, I I just want this to end. And God will shorten those days. It will feel like what's happening because if it seems like it's dragging out, 
because of all the war persecution that's coming on because of the temple, because the Jewish nation is now there, and now there's an abomination that causes desolation in that temple. It's going to be war on the Jewish people, the allies, the Christian nation. It's going to all happen. Christendom, if you want to just say that word, and those days will be short. So it doesn't feel like it's just dragging on. You ever been in a place like a classroom when you're in school and it just drags on and it's just painful. But God is a God of grace. God knows how much we can handle. And it says right here, and unless those days were shortened, no flesh will be saved. It said, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. That's the elect's sake. Who's the elect? The Jewish people. Those who are grafted in, Gentiles, who are believers. Those days will be shortened. We're going to get into more detail um, in our next episode. We're going to continue uh, in Matthew 24. And I pray that this is really enjoyable. Uh, Not only enjoyable, but fruitful for you. Please send us an email. Just visit our website at sharingtheword.tv and send us an email. Or even on YouTube, if you can send a comment, please do so as well. Follow us also on our social media sites, such as Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. I love you, my friends. May God bless you. Join me again on another episode of Sharing the Word. Get started on your journey of learning and understanding how to be a practical scripture-focused Christian. Enjoy a variety of messages of several lengths across many delivery systems online from podcasts to TV. We also offer Christian classic movies on Galilee TV and our YouTube channel to offer biblical-centered entertainment for the whole family. Enjoy our popular Bible programs like Bible Minute, Sharing the Word, Take 5, and Sermon Classics. Our thought-provoking and inspirational programs are available on Galilee TV, The Now Network, our YouTube channel, and over 26 internet podcast channels like Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple, and more.